Welcome to Primary Attribute, or Castle and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master, as is known in a lot of other systems, and I use they, them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam. I play as Vons. We both use he, him pronouns. Vons is our free little fox folk alchemist friend who is bored. He is bored. I'm so bored right now. I'm Erin. I play Erisine. I use she or they pronouns. Erisine uses she, her pronouns. Uh, Erisine is uh, not bored because she's uh, wandering uh, the countryside again, trying to find people. And how could anyone be bored doing that? I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. We both use she, her pronouns. And Wealthy um, is thinking fondly of venison. Mm. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the kobold illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he, him pronouns. And uh, Grix is uh, Grix is excited to go on a walkabout. Yeah. If you get a chance, you should review us on your podcast platform of choice. It helps people find us. It encourages us to keep on doing what we do. And you should do it for every other podcast you listen to as well. Kelly's venison comment has also reminded me if you want to be our illicit venison hookup in Washington State, email <laughs> us at letters at primaryattribute.com. It does not appear to be available commercially here. <laughs> Fucking yes. Accurate. <laughs> Give us all your venison. Yeah, I'm being relatively serious. <laughs> I would love to have a source for venison. <laughs> but anyway, Aaron, Aaron, would you like to do the recap? Uh, just as an aside before that, uh, I used to live by the side of a highway and we would get free venison from people who hit cars within a quarter mile distance. And I recently just told Whit a story. Well, yes. Well, the deer were driving the cars. Right. Well, yes, naturally. Uh, We would regularly get, we would regularly get uh, very yummy venison and I miss it. Pre-tenderized. Pre-tenderized. A little bit. (laughs) No buckshot. Amazing. Nice. <laughs> uh, anyway, the recap. Uh, we were hanging out around the campfire, swapping stories. Grix, Erisine, and Vons all told stories, and then Mal and Sarah told some stories. Wealthy went wandering around looking for a cooking fire, which is where she found the venison, and uh, helped that uh, family uh, with their cooking by doing something with some onions. Uh, while she was hanging out with that family and talking to them, she found out about Harper's Fleet, which is in the ocean. It's a flotilla of people who live out there, um, and they communicate with the village uh, pretty regularly. Uh, in the morning, Grix was feeling uh, more like he was piloting a mech again, which was not great, and decided that he might go on a quest to find himself again in his mind. When we talked to Sarah and Mal about Harper's Fleet, we also found out about Rocktown, which is in a cave sealed in with boulders, and Pond, which is in a lake underwater. Uh, now, the we're lake leaving. is underwater? Pond is a town I've... which is in a lake <laughs> under the water. Never mind. Hey, hey, hey man. Hey, man, you want to do the recap? (laughs) I'll be good. I don't think you will, but I love you anyway. Uh, Now we're going to find our field-led people, finally. How exciting. Yeah, but all right. You all are getting packed up in the morning, and Bonds, you hear a voice from next to you, or above you, or somewhere. It's sourceless, because it's fun like that. Okay. Hey, I needed an awkward segue. Great. I wanted to do a thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Savans, uh, 
uh, right before we left, uh, uh, Lucky told me that it's your birthday. And uh, so we uh, we wanted to sing to you. Oh, God, this is weird. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it, it, it's, uh, it, it, it coincides with uh, with a thing that we know is happening tomorrow in the real world. Oh, my oh, God, Jesus. what is happening with my nose? No, it's okay, because Gex is involved. So, like, yeah. your nose should be fine. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Listen, well, just me being right here up. is the only reason y'all aren't dead right now. So, <laughs> just... <laughs> Crossing the streams pretty hard. <laughs> anyway, we're going to do a, a real quick song for you. <laughs> Ericene uh, takes a deep breath in and goes, Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. So Vons's face is well covered by whatever soil he managed to uh, find nearby by now. <laughs> Burrowed into the earth. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's just uh, buried his head in uh, dirt. Is there dirt? Uh-huh. There's, there's probably yeah. dirt. Uh-huh. And then Aracene's going to be like, Vons, my birthday's in a couple of weeks. I didn't realize we were the same sign. What sign is that? Oh, I'm the hunter. <laughs> Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> anyway, bye. Yeah, bye. <laughs> bye, bye. 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 Bye, Gex. <laughs> ah, Gex, the um, uh, the the harbinger of of uh, fourth wall breaks. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> but all right. So um, I should thank you guys. Maybe. <laughs> if you're asking, Maybe. yes, yes, you should. <laughs> <laughs> we're goddamn amazing <laughs> you are and uh my face is hotter than it already was <laughs> uh thank you you're welcome i'm flattered very well <laughs> <clears throat> but all right so uh head out <laughs> yeah yeah let's go yeah uh, we're going to Har- harper's harper's fleet no no we're going no, we're- to Christ. find the field lab people yep that's what I meant. Then back. I think then just, to Harper's Fleet. I think Ericene just has like a bullet journal. <laughs> yeah. That's like how she keeps track of everything. And like every time we do something, she like checks something off. <laughs> like no one else has bothered to set up their bullet journal yet. <laughs> and that's why no one can remember anything that's going on. They only remember whatever the last thing was that anyone mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> We're all ADHD. I'm you know. not wrong. <laughs> I could 100% see Ericene having a bullet journal. <laughs> 100% see Ericene having a bullet journal. <laughs> but all right. So you all are going to pack up and head out. I, Since you're going to go find your field lab folks and tell them that you have resolved the whole field lab thing by just, why would you not simply teleport your experimental subject via means you didn't know you had? easy peasy um so you need to go and meet with your uh meet at the rendezvous point and let them know that they can come on back that is going to be three to four days away from here just because you you know we're back closer but then you went pretty far south 
and then cut a good day or so inland to uh, go and get to here. So it's just going to take a while to go back. Um, if you you can either go through the woods or go and take the road. Um, taking the road will take longer. You'll be going through the woods either way. It's just do you want to go like along a path or do you want to? Yeah. Do, do you want to take time to de- to go out to the path and then go up or do you want to uh, just go in a straight line? I think at this point we should just go in a straight line. Yeah, they've been out there for a while. All right. Okay. That's my two cents. If anyone, like, don't let me railroad you. Also, although it it'll take longer, I feel like we'll be able to tell if someone is, like, watching us more easily if we're in the woods already ourselves. Whereas, like, if we were walking on the on like the grab like the the road like out back out to the path i feel like it would be harder to tell if people were like you know following us or whatever maybe that's just saying it out loud and getting no reaction is um really making me very confident in saying it out loud uh no no opinion (laughs) okay number three it's fine by me okay bonds i think I think what Vons wants is to run amok and find uh, ingredients. He was promised ingredients. He hasn't found a whole lot yet. I think he'd like to fill his bag. So, so long as where we're going, he's he's able to like scrape some stuff off of something. He's probably good. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, sure. you all are going to go and go on through the woods. Uh-huh. I'm assuming that Jenkins is going to. Between Jenkins and Grix, they're going to cover our invisibility. Yeah. Correct. Yep. So you're all invisibled up. You're, I think, probably running short on potions, but I guess I guess you guys all got like a spare, right, when you left this last time? Or Yeah, we did. Um, uh, but also, I can just, I can burn more spells. I can burn all my, what is it, second level spells. Oh yeah, I, I meant more uh, if something happened during the day and you want to. Oh no, that sucks. Again. We're we're yeah. screwed. Okay, yeah. duly noted. Okay, I think I I'm pretty sure I have nothing left. So no, I'm mm. at zero zero invisibility potion. All right, in that case, yeah, I guess get on we the road did and kill through some of those. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> just uh, don't get in a fight. What's the problem? So or win it immediately. That works too. So I'm going to need move silently checks from everybody for sneaking through the woods. You're invisible, so he took care of that part. Is that dex? It is dex, and then for everyone who is not correct, add your level, and then add your dex bonus. You're a racist. Ten. You have an inherent bonus that is currently higher than your level. I, well, you know what? That's not always going to be true, is it? I have a 27 total. All right. I have a 10 total. 24. Um, not great. I rolled a four, so... All right. I am going to need now a d10 roll from all the individuals in the group. So, all the player characters. <laughs> I'm a three. I'm, I'm a three. three. Oh my god! Oh god. You gotta say, this is either great or terrible. We'll find out soon. I'm just hoping that that wasn't initiative. No, because they tell us when we are rolling initiative. I do. They want us to be really afraid then. <laughs> yeah, it's important. So it is as nice a day on the ground as it is on the ground. It's shockingly, it's um, overcast, but the light keeps shifting around in a way that would hurt your eyes if you weren't used to it at this point. But you head out 
into the woods and you take your time and you creep along and some of you do significantly better than others. <laughs> Can I keep an eye and ear out for um like small animals? Sure. If you want to make an additional wisdom check or a listen check, you can. You're looking out for small cannibals? Small animals. Oh. Cannibals? Really? I don't Do you know. genuinely think that that's what I said? I Yes. <laughs> oh. Very much so. Good oh. idea to keep an eye out for them too, but we're worried about any kind of animals, really. Han's got a newspaper from like the 1920s, which is <laughs> now very concerned. Um, if you're having me do listen... That's a 15. If you're not having me do listen, that's a 13. Damn. <laughs> yeah. You don't key into any small animals on your trip today. It, the woods continue to be very silent, even by comparison to the woods on the arcs, which, well, which are actually probably borderline overpopulated with the creatures that are there. So go from lots of bird song to uh, just dead silence. Like if you stop, you can hear each other breathing. <laughs> But, you know, nice, wonderful day. Nice, relaxing time on the ground. All right. So your night shift happens. But just think of all the fresh air and exercise we're getting. That's right. So um, you guys are all getting stored in the extra-dimensional space, right? The rope trick space? Yes. Cool. Mm -hmm. That appears to have served you well. All right. So now, second day, you guys wake up. You mm -hmm. pack up. Nothing appears to be amiss. And you continue along it's starting to get rockier and there's a lot more um sharp hills and things like that and the terrain is getting overall like because you were in kind of a narrows area you went out into dense but relatively you know flat rolling hill kind of forest and now it's getting broken up again by more stone so okay. it's not going to be too much trouble yet you if things keep getting more extreme you might start doing some tricky climbing which is no fun for anyone but for now, you should be okay. So I just need um, move silently a checks again from everyone. And then also a uh, D10 roll from everybody. But we'll do them one at a time. So move silently first. Well, at least I rolled a seven on that one. 27. Uh, <laughs> uh, mine is a 14. Let's see. What is... What oh, is... sorry. It's a 16. Because move silently is six, a bonus seven, for me. Plus six, that's 13. And then add the charisma. No, no. Dexterity is plus yep. one. Uh, 17. And so we 17. very badly do not want you to add charisma. And uh, Greg said you do. Uh, 20. All right. And then I need 10 rolls from everybody. Oh, yeah. Seven. 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 Oh, also my seven. God. Oh, my God. Fucking what is happening? No, that was weird. <laughs> that was very weird. We just rolled four sevens on like any uh, uh, oh, slot you got machine. A seven. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, on any slot machine, we'd just be kicked out of the casino <laughs> for adding a wheel. <laughs> yeah. no or hacking the nowadays hacking the software. Oh, wow! All right. Interesting. <laughs> Come on, something's got to happen. With yeah. That. All right. Um. Grix, make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, not good. Not good. Uh, 11. So, Grix, you are walking along. It's towards the end of the day. Yeah. You're pretty sure the sun is setting. It's at least getting darker-ish. And uh, you suddenly make a Grix-shaped hole in the forest floor as you plunge into a pit you had not seen previously. Uh-oh. 
and you scramble, you know, as you're falling, you try to reach out a hand and grab the edge and you do not succeed. And you start tumbling down. Uh Uh-oh. Can I have you make a second dexterity check, please? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Now that's a 13. Is that... No, dexterity is not prime for me. It is not. Not with this character. Yeah. All right. Fuck. Uh Uh-huh. You're tumbling down what seems like a real steep slope for a couple seconds. Okay. You fall off of something. You... I guess you have dark vision, so you fall off your... You bounce off a uh, stone surface of some variety that hurts like hell. Although you are pretty light. Mm -hmm. You take one whole damage. Okay. And uh, then you fall again off of whatever the stone surface was. You fall about 10 feet and then you splash into some water and it is freezing cold. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Grix is just, well, we don't know Grix. Yeah, did did, did Grix make a noise? (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. No, Grix. Yeah. Grix is a yeller. <laughs> like <laughs> a <little> quiet. <laughs> so so what does it sound like when you fall? <laughs> you guys hear that from oh, next shit. to you. And then you hear, you know, thunk thud splash. <laughs> Probably the, the leaf litter uh as well. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a um, cloud of leaves behind me. Yeah, there's kind of a cloud of leaves and the ground sags in around a hole that you're pretty sure wasn't there a second ago. Oh fuck. Okay, I rush over to I, you know, a few feet from the hole. Cool. Uh, wealthy, make a wisdom check. God. Wealthy, do you want to um, say that, yeah. that without um, yawning? <laughs> I uh, rush over to the hole within a couple of feet. Cool. And uh, that would be a 27 again. All right. Whoa. So, yeah, you, you nail your wisdom check, which lets you stop as you're starting to put your weight forward to actually look over the edge. Or, you know, get close enough to kind of do that because uh, you realize that that hole is wider than the hole that Grix made in it and <laughs> managed to step back as part of the forest floor crumbles away. I put my hands out foot. and make sure nobody comes rushing towards the hole. This is where this is where you need to stop. I am. Um, I'm like, where's the edge? Where's the edge of the actual hole? Can you can you like uh, use your staff there? OK. And I, I poke. I also take out my uh, short sword and start poking down into the yeah the plant matter. As near as I can tell, it should be right in front of my feet. My okay. big hairy toes. You all go and you start kind of poking at the entrance to see what's up. Uh, Vons, how are you dealing with this whole turn of events? I mean... It is a whole turn of events. <laughs> Did, uh, so Vons saw yeah, or heard? And heard. And yeah, it was not a stealthy... Yellow no. surprise. <laughs> no. If Vons is paying attention, he would have been able to help. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think I, I think I went uh, real fast. Yep. Well, I think uh, what Vons wants to do is help. Is there, uh, can he see Grix? Nope. But you kind of go and you look over the edge. Um, you can see that there is some sort of, you know, cave shaft going downwards. It looks like you know, whatever happened here, this was, um, you know, got covered up at some point by natural growth, and it apparently was not very well supported natural growth. And Grix went and burst through the bottom of it. So it wasn't like a pit that was dug on purpose? Not that you can tell. You can make a wisdom check. Hard to tell. Mm -hmm. That's an 11. You aren't sure. This looks more like a natural cavern to you. It certainly doesn't look like a pit trap, though. Okay. That's kind of what I was... That, that, yeah. that's kind of what I was my my point no. um, that's where my brain went first yeah you're, you're pretty sure it isn't a pit trap as far as the 
far as what it might actually be, you are unsure <laughs> with that role. Uh, I call down. I'm like, Grix, um, uh, are you, uh, can you, can you swim? Uh, you okay, buddy? Question, actually, uh, Grix, can you swim? <laughs> yes, we've actually established this before when I was running around and looking for the uh, uh, pond on the surface uh, during the, when I got stuck outside. All right. How tall is Grix? Uh, short. Three, two, less, less than three feet. All right. Somewhere in there. So He's I, shorter than I am, and I'm t- I'm two foot ten. All right, so Grix, you actually do need to swim in this case. Yeah. Okay. You kind of recover from your days, and you need to get yourself up to the surface of the water. I need a strength or constitution check from you. Uh, for a strength check, uh, <laughs> counting level? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, 23. Well, all right. It's, uh, it's a little awkward because of your arm just being relatively heavy and throwing you off balance, but you manage to... Uh, paddle your way up to the surface of the water. You are in an underground pool, as in pool of water, but it Uh does actually appear to be a finished, for lack of better phrasing, space. Oh, The walls are covered in a tile mosaic that extends up to the ceiling, and the it actually appears to cover the um, the floor of the pool you have found yourself in. (laughs) You can't really make it out exactly, even with dark vision, like you just need more time and you're busy trying to not drown, but it looks like you came in from a sloping shaft that you would guess based on the stone probably crumbled in from the roof at one point into sure. this area. And then you, uh, you missed the ledge basically that you could have potentially where a controlled descent could have stopped <laughs> on. <laughs> and that is now sure. about 10 feet above you. So they could so, probably slide down. Yeah. Without hassle. Yeah. It's a, it's a little steep, but it's not too bad. Okay. I'm going to call up, uh, if it weren't for all the ledges on the way down, it was a pretty soft landing. <laughs> uh, but oh. I'm fine. Um, all good. I, all good. Uh, I ask Wealthy, um, c- could you uh, could you cast light? Um, sure. Foosh. Maybe on like maybe on like a on like a copper piece, and then um, like toss it down in, just okay. so we can see what is going on. Is done. <sighs> Uh, so if we're looking down into the space with the, you know, copper piece now illuminating somewhat, what can we see from the surface? You see a sloped rough shaft of some sort going downwards, and it looks like the copper piece has, or at least you see it kind of bounce off of a flat stone. Cliff is not quite the right word, but ledge. Flat, flat, yeah, flat stone ledge. And then a uh, Grix, you get a, a coin at the bottom of the pool. Boy. Do I see anything? You see that cool thing when you get underlit pools where the water Ooh. refracted lights swimming on the walls. Um, oh, also, there's a bunch of statues on either side of this pool. <laughs> uh, don't like that so much. Make an intelligence check for doing quick analysis of what these statues are of. Uh, Ericene's going to climb down onto the first ledge. All right. Make a climb check. I think that's strength. I thought it was dexterity yes. for you, but no. Okay. Because I've been bad at it before. My dexterity is better than my strength. I don't yeah. see that as a specific skill. Oh, okay. For and some reason, I, I feel like it's Assassin's got it as a specific skill. Mm. Um, whatever. Oh, Rangers get it. Whatever. Make a strength check. Oh. This is sloped enough. It makes more Fair sense enough. for um. It makes sense for it to be kind of a strength Ooh, issue. Anyway. That's 25. All right. Ericene, you've uh, made your way down some you know, steep and unfriendly surfaces before. 
this one has a slope, so it's actually easier than some of the ones you trained on. But yeah. also, you have a feeling that, uh, you know, sometimes you find a, a good climb. How far down uh, to the water uh, did we, did you say that it you, was? You descend about 15 feet to get to the ledge, and then there's 10 more feet down to the surface of the water where you see Grix uh, doing a water tread, by which I mean treading water. Uh, it's a cobalt paddle. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I will... Oh, I'll ask. And, um, um, and the, sorry, the 10 feet down to the water is a flat, is a straight shot down. It's like you're standing at the top of, say, a wall that might have crumbled out at some point. Okay. Um, so there's That's no fair. real way to climb down it unless you That's attach okay. ropes or whatever. Yeah, I was going to ask for wealthy, uh, or if you would let me, that I would have like attached a rope maybe to a tree up at the top. We're keeping this fairly tight, so let's say that, I mean, Wealthy can totally go and tie that rope. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Grix, did you make your intelligence check? Uh, I probably didn't. Um, 13? Yeah, um, they look like... Well, it is a prime. Yeah, they look like uh, fancy-looking elves to you. (laughs) Pretty sure. They're about uh, 20 feet tall. There's three on either side of this pool, and they are in various armors and such that you do not have any particular recognition of yourself. Besides, that looks sick. <laughs> okay. Um, but, like, I don't see any giant water serpents or... Nope. Okay. You do see at the bottom of the pool, since you made an in check and you have some time while we're sorting everyone else out, you do see that there appears to be a very intentional hole at the bottom of the pool. So, like, the water level is steady. But you see what is, you know, a carefully carved out, like, perfect circle lined with tile. And that appears to descend into darkened depths unknown. And then on the other side from here, you see that there's a ledge that's actually the kind you could, say, heft yourself up and out of. Oh, that's great. I'll swim over there and get out. And then there are a couple of doors over there as well. Oh, okay. I'll go over there and get out. All right. So Well, I say, hey, Grex, I'm coming down. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to get up out of the water but i'm i'm right here okay (laughs) all right so i was gonna use the rope uh that wealthy tied at the top to uh help me climb down the wall all right wealthy do you do you actually tie the rope or do you just take this opportunity to walk away from everything you've known and just leave everyone behind and ropeless (laughs) (laughs) i think i'm gonna tie the rope fine Well, they just has an identity crisis and just leaves. That would be fucking wild. <laughs> what a twist. <laughs> Kelly's like, I'm tired of being on the podcast. Bye. <laughs> no, no, no. Kelly just insists that we make a second side podcast. But it's just wealthy. <laughs> just what Kelly wants to be the center of attention. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, you toss the rope down. Vaughn's. And Wealthy, are you going to go and join your comrades? Yeah, Vons has just finished checking his gear to... So, we've heard the splishy, splashy water at the bottom. Yeah, and you heard Grix talking. Mm-hmm. And you saw Aristine go down. So there's water, but it seems relatively safe. Well, the rope's pretty taut, so I'll go ahead and, and rappel down. All right. No check needed for that. This is pretty easy. Yeah, yeah, Vons will follow. Okay. I mean... I only took one point of damage from falling, so yeah, like any amount of effort to slow yourself will probably be fine. Yeah, 
you just follow along the original erosion. And then the one, you know, vertical surface you could fall down, you are falling into water from a height of less than 10 feet. So and we're leaving Jenkins up top. <laughs> Jenkins is about to go down and then goes, oh, I'm apparently waiting up here. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody's got to keep lookout. I mean, unless you particularly wanted to come down. I no, guess no, I could we'll go back here. up and could take turns. No, it's okay. Alara and I will stay up here too. We can use Percy to get down really fast if we need to. Okay. I mean, if Jenkins wants to come down, I forgot. I will be honest with you. I forgot that uh, Green and Alara were here. Nah, they, they can form their, their beer guard. They will join you later, potentially, but uh, they're happy to keep watch up here. Okay. Because it would really suck to be going into the unknown and then have a bunch of things come up behind you. <laughs> Yes. So they'll stay up there. And I feel like they understand that as much as anyone. <laughs> yes. They, they very much understand the value of holding your exit from an underground space. <laughs> so you guys might not remember this from before we jumped off of the arcs, but I did pass everybody a water breathing potion. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I have that on my list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No I'm worries. not planning to use it unless uh, we're like... We must go down in the hole. I mean, there's a deep hole. I, I don't want to go down in the hole unless we have a very clear reason why. So, yeah, pretty much same. Uh, but I, I do want to at least like look, you know, I mean, I think at we're first. I wanted to help Grix come up, but then I heard that there were statues. Yeah. And then I saw that there were statues and I was like, "Ooh, I think oh, we're statues familiar with Ian's predilection towards water monsters. So. Who's Ian? Well, yeah, but... Fallen's but... <laughs> <Follows> your nose. <laughs> <laughs> this water was so clear before. I mean, before. I did put the... Oh, no, shit, sharks. We did drop the, the light into the water, so yeah. presumably yeah. we can see... Like, that's why I did that last yeah, time. You, you can see into the... Uh, you can see throughout the pool itself. It looks like the water is 12 feet deep or so. So deep, but not bonkersly so. But then the... Uh, the hole, as mentioned, appears to open into some sort of watery shaft or other area, and that falls out of the ability to see with that light from where it is sitting on the bottom of the pool. You would have to either drop it down into the hole specifically or swim down there. And just what you want to do, drop light into a deep, dark hole and disturb whatever might be living there. Well, it's not completely dark. You think you might see some light somewhere in the darkness, murky darkness underneath. You really want us to go into that hole? Really? <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a hint. Ian fucking loves underwater uh, levels. Well, that that's enticing. That said, there are also doors on the other side of the room that Chris is yeah, that's more enticing. that are on dry land. <laughs> I will swim over to where the the doors are, where Grix is. Hey, buddy. Uh, what happened? Uh, slipped. Oh, weird. I had a, had a little fall. Well, uh, what do you think this is? Can I look around at the statues? Yeah, and do my own intelligence check. Can we see the can we see the statues from where we're at, or do we have to get in the water too? You have to get in the water. Oh, oh I already fuck. got in the water. Yeah, yeah I no. got in the water and I swam across. I know Eris needs the water, but I'm wearing 
Well, if you went down the if you went down the the second ledge, you were in the yeah. water. Did, did you want to no... stay perched at the top of that ledge above the water, or do you want to just? Yeah, I'm going to sit on the ledge above the water because I'm wearing I'm wearing some fairly heavy clothing, and I don't want to get it wet if I don't have to because it's going to be a hell to swim <laughs> you, in. You, you are going to have to to proceed into the space. I guess you could I understand try to that. you know wiggle your way along the edges, but yeah. Oh, God. All right. Wealthy sits down very ungraciously and st- and pushes herself off the ledge and ends up in the water. She's not happy about it. Yeah, so now Wealthy and Fawns, you can see the statues. Fawns, are you joining your friends in the water? Are you sitting at the side of the pool going, I don't feel like it? I'm he fine, doesn't guys. feel like it, but I mean... I just don't want anyone to feel peer pressured to go into the scary place if they don't want to. I I don't know why we're doing this to, to get me out we can't because just it's because it's what we do because but it's also here. it's cool yeah <laughs> there's a rope here and it's here you guys want to use the rope? Might be ingredients oh well, yeah we... that is true vaughn scans for ingredients vaughn's make an intelligence check yay um add a d6 because of your low light vision okay roll to 16 yay and a one on the D6. Uh, 17 plus intelligence is plus uh, 24. You think you spot some uh, overflowing planters on the other side of the pool, on either side of the door that Aracene and Grix are near. And anything that's happy growing down here is probably pretty interesting, alchemically speaking. True. Well, Vons goes to get scrapings. All right, Vaughn starts a uh, fox paddling across. Mm-hmm. Wealthy swims across. I assume now your few go and are just like, yeah, fuck it, and go and dive down the giant hole into darkness in the center of the pool. Feel free to correct me if you decide you really want to do that after all. Aerosene's uh, I... definitely not doing that. Yeah. And she, if she sees anyone trying it, <laughs> she's going to go after them. I, I kind of want to toss a, a light down there. No. Do you say it out loud? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I learned my lesson. I just don't it's think that that's a city. great idea. I'd rather like just kind of, you know, poke around up here. Um, we do have bad experience with shit in the water. Um, and um, I don't want to have to deal with like people, you know, both trying to stay afloat and trying to fight something. If, uh, you know, oh, there's yeah. something down there. Also, down is the opposite of the direction that we're trying to go right now. If you remember, we're trying to go up in the sky, not down in the where the water is in the <laughs> underground. Well, you are going sideways along the ground for a while to uh, hook back up with your comrades. So, but it's well, still- now we're going under the ground. Hey, Bonds, tell me how you really feel about being down here. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the whole cave situation is kind of cozy, but it's still not the direction we're trying to go. I mean, we're not trying to go back up yet, though. But it's a net negative. It's his point. It is a net negative. I will give him that. Yeah, we're ultimately um, but also I direction. really just don't want to deal with whatever's down in the pit that was created for it that is now flooded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if it's money? Mm. What if it's um, I think that, you know, what? I would what? rather I would rather stay in debt to my grandfather than die. <laughs> what did those statues? If look I come like? back to the mountain without her, I'm a dead person. Right. That's true. That's true. He did threaten her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what What did those statues look like? Yeah. What do the statues look like? 
And also, can I do an intelligence check? Yep. I was going to ask you to do an intelligence check. Add a d6 because of your uh, forced familiarity with elven history after <laughs> all of your learnings. That is a 20 total. All right. With a 20? Yep, these are definitely old elves. You are, These remind you of, from your elven art history that you probably had to do in finishing school. Um, this, this would date from several thousand years ago, would be your best guess, but these are heroic depictions of elven figures. They probably aren't of anyone in particular, but you're okay. looking at very fancy armor, weapons, Again, these are, you know, 20 feet tall and they are immaculately carved, especially for that size. Would this be like the same style as um, G4's armor? Make a second intelligence check. <laughs> um, ooh, that's a 22. It depends on how modern G4's armor was, but maybe kind of would be okay. right on the edge, depending on a, I don't think you have an exact timeline of when Jaspar's uh, various predecessors had children so like you don't know exactly how far back time-wise g4 was and with elves that's pretty variable Mm -hmm. but yeah you could see it for sure uh this does not look like the armor that jespar inherited at least but that was also magic so who knows (laughs) fair enough oh with that other intelligence check you also know that the tile work it's a giant mosaic it depicts a joining of the forest and the water it appears to be highly symbolic but not of any particular, like, (laughs) exit this way, (laughs) or here's the story (laughs) of this entire place kind of indication. Oh, okay. Just art. There's nothing wrong with that. We're adventurers, so fuck art. Art is for selling. (laughs) Um, I just tell everyone, like, oh, I think they're, like, a couple of thousand years old, and, uh, you know, the mosaic represents water and forest coming together, and... Eh, who knows what? <laughs> who knows what the fuck this place is? Uh, yeah, fair enough. Um, as soon as I'm out, the, I'm, should we go through the doors? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna cast detect magic, by the way, and keep that on for a while. Okay. Um, can you look up the range of detect magic for me? Like how far away from you? I sure detects. can. And then, uh, bonds. Well, that's being looked up. Mm. Make an intelligence check to examine these planters. Well, I rolled a 10, so plus 17 on a prime. All right. So you get a 12, 17, which means you pass. Uh, This is a surprisingly hardy plant, given that it is under the ground. Mm -hmm. You haven't seen this exact variety at the arcs before. You don't know exactly if this would be a, if this is a good alchemical ingredient or just a really useful indoor house plant. (laughs) You would need to, uh, you know, take samples of it and probably try growing at least one of them and then also uh you know do alchemy kit stuff to the rest of it Mm. to find out for sure but it looks very healthy despite being down here so yeah that's weird because it hasn't been getting a whole lot of light yeah Um, i guess it's getting next to nothing (laughs) are there some seed pods or no uh, this this looks like it's more of a is it a bulb it's more of a propagating like vine bush situation thing. Like you, you go and you're trying to trace it back to find like a bulb or something like that. And you find that several of these are just, you know, really long tendrils. And then if you dig where they're going into the ground, it's just a big root system. So your guess would be that it, uh, some sort of non-flowering vine of some sort well, that someone has propagated a bunch to fill the pot. 
Vaughn's is going to try in an effort to try to keep as much of it alive as possible. Uh, put one of get a get a living sample and keep it in a jar or something in his bag. Okay. Yeah, got some water in there. Put some roots in. Yep. Okay. Yeah. You manage. All right. Uh, Grix. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, 50 feet long by uh, 10 feet wide. It can penetrate uh, up to one foot of stone. Oh, God. At first, I didn't remember what the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> I was like, Wink. damn. <laughs> it's the new Grix brand dildo. It is just a jackhammer <laughs> with a dildo on the end of it. <laughs> Uh, lost my place. Yeah. <laughs> but what? One foot of stone, one inch of metal, thin sheet of lead, uh, or three feet of wood or dirt. So probably can't, can't go through any big walls, but. Oh no. A wooden door. palisade drops around you, blocking your feet. No. A three um, foot wooden palisade. Exactly. It's three foot, one inch. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> the worst kind of palisade. Anyway. So you go and you're looking around and you're scanning and there is a bit of ambient magic in the air just around here. Um, And you see there's no specific item, you know, sitting on the edge of that hole that uh, is giving off magic. But there's almost you've seen this before, like little wafting bits of magic coming up from the hole that are then dissipating into the general area. They're faint, but it's more of a there's probably some big magic shit down there somewhere. Indication? Oh, deep in the you sorry you mean deep in the not the hole above but down in oh the, sorry yeah yeah the um the hole in the pool sorry there's a little yeah, bit of magic okay. kind of leaking up into the pool itself from what you can tell but it's hard to tell from there what kind does detect magic do schools in this edition game yeah whatever fuck it make an intelligence oh check. no it it just uh strength of the magic and you already said that you would guess that it's pretty damn strong right coming up because what high. i'm seeing is just the 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 smoke and that's yeah yeah okay okay so there's either a lot of stuff down there that is you know weak to moderate or there's some very 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 big thing <laughs> but it's hard to say from here okay oh did you want to go and throw a light down uh i said that and people uh poo-pooed it so uh not not yet but i'm i'm eyeing that hole all right in that case you all turn to the doors i believe Yes, doors. Did you say wink out loud with your human voice? What? Did you no, say that was my wink? kobold voice. Oh, okay. Wink. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. I hated that. <laughs> oh, that sounded so much worse than I expected it to. Okay, so through the doors. Yes, the through doors the doors. Closed. So can I see anything through them? Well, ah, uh, yes. Magically. Let's see. Um, you see that there is a small amount of magic laid into the doors themselves. Can I, I will tell traps. people you can check for traps make an intelligence check and then as far as the strength it's a pretty weak magic this isn't like that fucking door you guys found when exiting the uh, engineering area last time is it is it weak because it was weak because it was cast weak or is it weak because it's very very old it is currently weak. You would need to examine it further to determine the answer. I got a 22 for checking for traps. There are no traps on this door. There is a couple of latches, but you are on the correct side. So you can just undo So it's them. locked from the outside, or is it not locked? It's locked from the inside. We're the inside. Yes. And uh, you can unlock it from your side. 
and you're fine. Wait, how can you tell that we're on the inside? Because you have access to the locks. <laughs> <laughs> but so. also, like, why why would your why would your statue pool be the outside? This isn't I... this wasn't an entrance. You had to get in somehow. Well, but there's like a collapsed wall. We don't know what was outside there. Hey. Well, the the shaft. I, I meant like <laughs> so the shaft kind of goes about and the shaft crumbles down, hits the ledge, and then it looks like the ceiling might have caved in as well, too. There was no indication, at least from the way you guys came in, there was anything beyond the wall that you dropped in from. Okay. It was just a way to describe how vertical the surface was more than anything else. Okay. Can we name this episode just talking about shaft? Shafts and holes? <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's a good, good <laughs> reference. <laughs> All right, so there are no traps. Magic. No other Shaft fans on here. God, <laughs> you and I went, man. I, I am but a barbarian who has not seen Shaft. <laughs> There's a song called Shaft um, about the the song for the movie, and um, they say he's a bad mother. Uh-huh. Shut your mouth. Ah, that's not I'm just really talking about Shaft. I know. I I mean, I know the song. I just sure. don't care. It doesn't. You don't. Right. It doesn't excite mm-hmm. you. Yeah. It doesn't make me go. Nah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't grow up watching the Shaft movies with your father. Um. Can you know my father? Do you think that that's a thing that I did with my father in rural Pennsylvania when we didn't know. have cable? Could have gotten the VHS tapes. <laughs> 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 No, because there's the new video movie. store. It took us like fully three months to uh, time correctly to uh, finally watch Grease. No. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> alternatively, Shaft hyphen. Can you dig it? Mm. Oh, I love it. Yes, mm. I like that actually. <laughs> of the whole yeah. Can you dig it? All right. Yeah. So the door is unlocked, and you can open it if you want. And there's some magic on it, but it's not too strong. Grix, did you want to try to figure out if it had just worn down over time? It's really more of a wealthy question, but wealthy would have to cast detect magic. Wealthy's asking the question because she has not to cast detect magic. Yeah, that's not to say Grix doesn't know. It's just no. That's that's much more of a wealthy thing. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm not worried about it being magical. Like everything down do here is fancy. S- do you say that it that there's magic yes. on it? Yeah, yeah. Said- no, I told you that immediately before you even tried to open it. Well, I haven't tried. Or to before, open it sorry, yet. before you even looked for traps, I meant. Um, I, I guess I'll just open it. All right. You push the doors open. It's a set of double doors kind of arching, probably about 10 feet in the center, arches a little bit and then goes vertical on either side. Big hefty, you know, good push of a door. And yeah. the airborne push. Yeah. Um, so you go and you do the airborne push and, and I look so badass. You do. Your fingertips feel dripping tingly. like a cat. <laughs> Well, the uh, there's a bit of a spark and sparkle at your fingertips, and the doors um, themselves and inlaid design lights up, or leaves mostly. But then as you open the door, you see that that same light races out along the walls on both sides of the room you're entering. It's a big round room, circular-ish, but we're talking like 60 feet across, be your best guess. And... That light races out, and it races across and up and down the trunks of some big giant trees that appear to be making up just the room. Whoa. 
Real trees? Real trees, as far as you can tell. A couple of, uh, you don't know exactly what they are, you know, fruits, pods, some variety on the trees um, light up more brightly, hanging from various branches. But then there's kind of a, it's not totally the um, water passage ways on all the trees, because that would be all of it. But um, you do get, you know, inlays and stuff in the bark as well. It's all this kind of faint lavender color shifting around a bit in either direction. And then you can see that on the other side of the room, very far away, there's another door. And more importantly, this room, in addition to being 60 feet across, is also very tall. You would guess, you know, 20, 30 feet. The branches go up and kind of nest together at the top to form a ceiling. And you can see roots of things, presumably from above, reaching down. Um, and falling through it. But you also see that there are various um, platforms and walkways up on the trees themselves, kind of arcing across the center of the room. Uh, Mostly just kind of walkways around the edge, but there is kind of a crossways intersection um, that goes the entire length of the room. And there appears to be a small platform up at the very top as well, hanging from the ceiling. And... Is there light? Is there an opening in the ceiling? There is no opening in the ceiling. This is all being lit by the um, the fruit pod nut things on the trees and the kind of ambient tree glow that is now happening. Because of the, yeah. yeah. Uh, so so for, and then, are, the, then the roots all nest together to um, form the floor, I should have said. Okay. So it's a very rough floor. Are there stairs that lead up to the, to the walkways? If you go looking for them, uh, you pretty quickly find a set of, uh, it takes you a second to spot it, but you find a set of roots that have kind of piled on top of each other in such a way that you can use them as stairs to get up to the walkways. I'm going to call around a little bit, just because like if we're invading someone's home, like, I don't know, if there's living trees down here that, I don't know, it feels a little different than just an abandoned ruin. I'm going to just call out like, hey, hello. All right. Sorry, we don't mean to intrude. It fell down a hole. Uh, Ericene will call out. Helen Walmart. Melon. <laughs> <laughs> your your voices echo slightly, but there is no response. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I'm by the way, um, detect magic is a minute per level, so I still have it for a while. There is some fucking magic going on in here. I kind of figured. Kind of. Uh-huh. You're not sure how much of this is things that have been inlaid into the trees versus the trees themselves being magic. You would guess that. Magic and tree were intertwined at some point. Yeah. Hey, Vaughn, you should uh, go to town in here. This place is glowing like crazy on the magic scales. I imagine he already is. You should say it out loud for the DM, though. <laughs> GM. Castle Keeper. Oh, ah, yeah. my nose. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing, Grix, that you see is there is um, on that little platform hanging from like the center of the roof, there is a very magical something up there. You're kind of at the wrong angle to see it very well, but some sort of relatively large item up there is oh. magic as hell. I want to point that out. And is there a way up there? Yeah. Uh, wealthy has found Great. a way up and then you guys need to navigate across the, uh, the walkways to get over there. Do the walkways look um, like they can handle Grix's weight, much less like- Aerosene's? Uh, good question. Make a wisdom check. <laughs> uh, that would be an 11. Oh yeah. They're fine. <laughs> um, as Ericene's going up, can she make that judgment <laughs> call as well? Or no? I mean, I guess was the check. That's a twenty-one for Ericene <laughs> on wisdom. 
you don't have a lot of experience with this kind of thing. You think you'd want to watch your step, but yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot of wood. It's damp in here, but like it still seems pretty well preserved. Uh, I'll say um, lumber. That's what we need to bring up. Find some fucking mahogany trees. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Yeah. That's Griggs's new plan. Like, I don't disagree. Not um, from here. Not from here. Not like this. No, is, no I'm sorry. I got distracted. Sure. I just realized totally. how we can pay for this. Grix is just going to go and spend a bunch of time cutting down some trees and cutting them into parquet floor pieces and just bring it all back up. I don't give a shit about that. I'll just bring up the raw lumber. Now someone else can do the work. Fair enough. But all right. He's just going to slappy tree. He's going to, he's just going to slappy arms, uh, some trees, uh, and then immediately, uh, go, uh, with dragon and just huh? have the dragon, like, you know, haul a tree, haul a tree. And that's what he's going to do. Duly noted. (laughs) Carry on. All right. I I think Ericene's going to say, okay, as we go across the, um, the walkways, I think we should just go like one person at a time on each of the like lengths, just because they look pretty scary. Like, uh, I don't know. What I I don't. Why are we all going up there? Yeah. Well, because it's it's interesting, and we well, yeah, but see. what? Why? Why doesn't one person go up there and everyone else wait below and catch them if they fall? Okay. Uh, also, I have a I have a feather fall. I can uh, potion. I can uh, I can like tuck in my I can like clasp in my teeth, and then just like crunch down on. Yeah. Delightful. I mean, <laughs> won't you cut your mouth like that? That's what cure light wounds is for. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, how how much how much how many points of damage does broken glass do versus uh, falling off a thirty foot tree? Broken glass in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, well, also, swallow. Actually, yeah, thirty feet. Uh, hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, I I Aracene will be like, I guess I'll stay down here and um hang out with Vons while he collects stuff. All right. Yeah. Hey Vons, uh, add this to your uh, to your uh, um to-do list for uh, alchemy. Uh-huh. Uh, you need to make some candy glass uh, uh, bottles. But they'll oh, just dissolve. What? Well, I bet you I bet you could figure out a way to like wax line the inside, but then there's sugar. Basically kind of your ampule things, but they can actually just yeah. be completely chomped. Right. I've exactly. seen this candy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or like, or like the uh, gushers. Yeah. <sighs> Please invent we need, gushers. We need fruit, fruit flavored uh, <laughs> sour, sour potions. And make right weird that, beer. Yes. <laughs> make gushers beer. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, this, I'm, I'm fine with this. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna clasp the the vial in my teeth and uh, start climbing. All right, you scrambling up the stairs. Um, wealthy, are you? How, how high is it? Sorry, how high is it to the very top? Um, it's about twenty feet to the, or it's twenty feet to like these wall edges that you're gonna be at, and then. How it, high is it, it to arches the, in the center? Um, so to the uh, you were going to be going platform. up about fifteen feet to the to to the platform with the magic thing. That will be a little bit higher. That'll get you up to like twenty because um it's a oh, dome, okay. so the center is higher. Oh, but it's only twenty. Oh well, then fuck that. That's fine. That's not that hall high hall. Yeah. The other thing to note is that there are a bunch of as you scramble up those stairways um and are going along these wooden walkways, which are. Built kind of like suspension bridges, you know that same couple of ropes, planks of wood between, mm-hmm. albeit with lots of uh, spots that are surprisingly solid because branches have kind of grown underneath it. Oh, sure, to support it. 
you do see that there are a number of like alcoves or small rooms oh. along this walkway. Those are the kind of things attached to the side I mentioned earlier. Okay. It looks like there's just kind of a simple round opening into each one of them, and they're pretty small. We're talking like less than 10 by 10 feet, but they are there. So, Like halfling studios. Kind of, yeah. Okay. I'm going to point that out. Is there anything magical in any of those? Like anything? Um, let me double check. Glowing differently than... Listen, Jesus, sometimes you roll for stuff. Yeah, but are you rolling by like, you know, per square inch of each of them? When you get up the stairs, there's one that's like almost across from you. Mm -hmm. And uh, you think that you might see a little bit of magic in there. It's basically on the other side of the room from where you started. Okay, I'm going to point out to everyone that there are these these uh, little uh, little mini homes uh, that are worth looking into. And that one over there, and I point to it, uh, has magic. Wealthy, do you want to go over there? I'll stay with me. Bonds. Yeah, I'll yeah. go over there. Yeah, there's another set of those root stairs. If you cross the room, you know, on ground level, you can get up over there. And yeah, unless you, you can also just follow along with Grix. Just that way you don't have to worry about your guys' weight overlapping at all, which you got the impression you were being careful about. Yeah. Yes, we were. So yeah, Wealthy starts trekking across. Vons, you said you were going ham on alchemy stuff. Yeah, yeah, he would he would really appreciate it if Ericene would help him carry some of these uh it out ingredients as he like loads them into his bag and stuff. He's he's busy scraping. But yeah. I mean like if you can't fit them in your bag, why why take them? Uh, they'll fit. They'll fit. They'll fit. Also to analyze later. Yeah. Okay. We don't know what's going to cure this stuff. I shove uh I shove whatever vials he gives me um, under my arm. All right. Uh, Vaughn's making an intelligence check real quick. Sure, sure. Ooh, 12 plus 7, 19. Yeah. Um, you think getting a hand on one of those uh, glowing seed pod things would be good? Yeah. You might have to uh, do a bit of a reach or climb up a little bit or get on someone's shoulders to reach one. But you can tell they're at least the size of your fist, if not bigger. Um, and they glow. So I give him a leg up when he needs it. You guys would have to go up on one of the walkways and then get the leg up. But yeah, glowing is proven to be uh, a good sign. And then there is moss interspersed throughout the roots of this place. It is mostly just a healthy verdant green. Again, slightly odd because you are underground. And you also discover there is actually a pool of water kind of nestled among the roots at the very center. It does not look like it descends into a dark abyss. You're pretty sure you can see the bottom. Well, that's that's a good sign then. Yeah. Yeah, so you can go and you can grab those as well, and you probably find some mushrooms. How exciting. And I believe he will, but very, very carefully, because we don't know what the water's like around here. Or, sorry, are you going to sample the water or go into it? or? Uh, You know, we haven't gotten a sample of the water yet, have we? No. It looks clean and clear. Probably should. Probably should sample it though. It could it could be unusual in some way. We don't know. Okay, so you got some moss, you got some mushrooms, you got some water samples, and then we'll probably do a check to actually grab the pod. But while everyone is walking, we will go back to Grix, who was doing some walking. Yeah, Grix, you make your way to about the ninety degree point around the room, and then head on over across the walkway to the center, which slopes up a little bit to that center platform, which is hanging from yeah. the ceiling. It appears to be made of. A couple of branches have kind of come downwards and hooked underneath it. 
but the platform itself is made out of um it's covered in moss but it looks like the platform itself it's a ring that's made out of some sort of uh, metal that you're not super familiar with but it's in great condition so whatever it is it's good it's not steel you know that much it's not steel it's not iron it's not copper and that's the big magic no no the big magic is that at the center of this platform there is an intricate or perhaps not so intricate uh stone structure that for all the world looks like a well and that is where the magic is pouring off of and if you get on your tippy toes and look over you can see that um it is open at the bottom and is directly over that pool underneath i'm having a really hard time picturing this imagine a well except the bottom is just an open hole and there's a boy staring into it yes (laughs) but then okay it's it's just uh i was just trying to describe it say it's a circular stone structure it's empty in the middle. <laughs> is that over the disc or is that on the side of the disc? Um, the sorry, it is it is the center of the disc. The disc ends okay. at it. So the disc like comes up a little bit as like a wizard hat type. Or sorry, what, what I more meant was that. Sorry, I just meant that the for the up part for the platform platform itself, the flat disc, it's just higher than the surrounding walkways. So you had to go up on the walkway a little bit like that sloped up. Disc itself is a flat round thing of metal. In the center of this flat round metal platform is essentially a well, a raised ring of stones. And then there appears to be a hole at the center of that ring and thus in the center of the disc itself as well. And if you look down it, you can see down to the water below, which is the, the pool that Vaughn's has been at. The ring okay. is like is like a collar to like keep the, the well, the, the, the stone of the well. I was thinking suspended. of it as more of a walkway around the well. It's like a, it's like a, like a... Like a wide-brimmed hat with a... Yes. Yeah. That works. Yeah. But with a hole in the top. Our arch nemesis uh, spaces with other things in the middle of them. (laughs) Comes back to haunt us. (laughs) Yeah. We spend too much time describing them. (laughs) I was trying to be poetical. But you found your your magic hat. (laughs) Okay. Um, And then the water is directly below it. Yeah. 20 feet down, but yeah. Okay. I... Drop a copper piece through. Vaunt. Bah. There's a sudden splash in the water next to you while you're gathering ingredients. Ericene looks up. Yep, sorry. Oh, uh, hey. Test a thing. Uh, Gurk's making an intelligence check. Nope, that's not where that is. Sorry. There we go. 12. All right. You go and you're looking at this thing and it's not actually an illusion, but you more just figure out kind of from your illusion training and detect magic that there is a couple of stones at the brim of this thing or at the rim that whatever enchantment is, it expects you to put like one hand on each and then lean over. You recognize that kind of triggering thing. So you think if you go over there, kind of put your hands on and lean over the uh, the space in the center so you can say, look down into it, something will happen. Okay. I'm going to tell everyone to move out from down below. I'm going to explain. Why? Rather than just doing a thing. And I would say I'm gonna activate this. I don't think it's bad. Okay. I um does Vaughn seem like he's moving away? You know? Vaughn's noticed, right? I told you, I yelled. Yeah. <sighs> he's a little annoyed that he has to like pay attention to something else for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, there's a there's a glowing thing over there. Go look at that. Okay. Uh if er if if he doesn't if he doesn't want to move, Ericene's going to 
pull him away anyway. I have so, the impression he's going to move. He's just going to crumble. He moves. He's, you know, just like a kid who's being pulled away from his video game. Mm. But all right. So, Grix. Yeah. Put your little paws on there and you lean yep. over. Yep. And the magic definitely activates. All of you see. First, the um, the glow in the room gets a little bit brighter in like a quick pulse as that pool in the center draws together tighter and then up into a shaft of water that reaches all the way up through the um, open air and fills up the well that you are looking into, Grix. Uh-huh. The surface shimmers, and uh-huh. this is definitely more than just water. Like, it's not, you know, you aren't just seeing the world as would be refracted through the water. Right. It looks like you're just kind of looking into, you're not quite sure. Make another intelligence check, please. A uh, natural one. No. Interesting. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I think. This is so stupid. It is. Uh, Grix, you get the feeling you should ask it a question. Um, Where did the corruption come from? This works quite well. Thank you. <laughs> So you ask it that, and the surface shimmers, and you see an image starting to swim into focus, but it's very dark, and you feel like you have to look closer and closer and feel yourself kind of getting drawn in. Oh, yeah, 100%. Hey, everyone. Grix goes slump against the side of that <laughs> well. <laughs> as the uh, As the water um, splashes back down rather suddenly. And yeah, Grix is... Uh, has gone ragdoll. What do y'all want to do? Ericene just goes, fucking not again. Um, how far away am I uh, from from Grix? <sighs> you are, if you were going toward that thing, let's say you got up the stairs. Um, you can get there within like a round of running. Okay, then I'm going to, I'm going to make my way over there. All right. Ericene starts running uh, to get up to the top as well. Wait! I put out, put out my hand and I say, wait, and I go Why? over to Grix. All right. Ericene gets close to uh, the nearest like way to get up. Gotcha. All right. Um, wealthy. You find a Grix. Okay. A, uh, an intelligence check to evaluate his condition or what are you going to do? Oh, crap. Uh, that's a two sixteen. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to lean over and I'm going to, I'm going to shake him. Is he is he face up or face down? He was kind of slumped against the side of the thing. So he was like chin up in the air. But so face okay. up ish. But okay. you can roll him over so he's actually on his back and not just. Uh, okay. I'm going to roll him over onto his back. And then I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to tap his face. And I'm going to say, wake up, Grix. I'm, not that this is going to work, but, you know. Yeah. So Grix. Yeah. That nice sense of association you were having with your body. <laughs> oh, no. Mm-hmm gone yes yeah you tumble back into not only your little mind palace Mm -hmm. but actually out the door of the kind of temple space you were in Mm -hmm. and into the street roll ass over tea kettle and hit up against you know a small bench that is there along one of the streets Uh and um you sense a presence next to you your representative that you talked to is standing there and leans over and offers a hand and says, welcome back. Oh, hey. And we'll pick up there next time. 
primary attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. For questions, comments, and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. To follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, on Twitter at primeattribute, and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all our blazed post. Is that really the term we're using these days? Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by, well, me, that's Adam. This week's editor was Ian. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute. Alternatively, shaft hyphen. Can you dig it? Mm. Oh, I love it. Yes, mm. I like that actually. <laughs> of the whole, yeah. Can you dig it? But all right. So, a lot of good options. Mm-hmm. It's true. Okay, so this would be more of an M dash. Do they let you use M dashes in RSS? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll fake it if nothing else. Uh, can I figure out how to make an M dash uh, happen correctly uh, when typing? Alt zero one five one. Uh, Google copy, Google it and copy paste it. (laughs) I just, if I have to, well, that's the thing is like when you have to do a special character, character, it just isn't going to (laughs) happen. You get a, you get a, you get a hyphen or you get nothing. Sorry. (laughs) We'll have to do some SEO optimization to include both. Uh, (laughs) This has been typing talk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, so man, we... if I did have a uh, a podcast all about typing, it would definitely be called Character Map. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we support you. Yes. <laughs> we love you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll pick up there next time. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> man, hmm. I'd love to stop having cliffhangers on my stupidity. <laughs> <laughs>